Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful.com. It is December 20th. We are here to talk WWE TLC. And we got a familiar face. We got Jeff Hawkins back. Jeff, how you doing? Where's my song, Sean Rossap? Yeah. You gave Denise a song. I did. So I yeah. But I mean, let's be real. Let's be I real. Was I was with you longer and through the rough times. And- <laughs> let's be real. WWE's taking her next year. That's true. They're uh, taking her. They're 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 she's she's as good as gone. You know what and, that means? I'm back on the raw reviews. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, guys! Make sure you check out Shake Them Ropes with Jeff Hawkins. We'll talk more about that later. But a few quick plugs. I had a bunch of interviews this week. Lee Moriarty, one of the best wrestlers in North America, he does not do many interviews. I finally bugged him enough to where he did one. LSG, who's doing motion capture for the new virtual basement video game. Uh, I got PCO. Uh, Ring of Honor was like, hey, we want you to interview somebody. And I said, give me PCO or give me nobody. All due respect. And uh, we talked about a lot of fun stuff. He's and then I get to. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And then <laughs> I got both of the new Quebecers. I got Kevin Owens ahead of ahead of this. So I got him. And oh, by the way, guys, in the morning, Monday, Monday noon, how about the Young Bucks? How about I just give you the Young Bucks? It's going to be a good time. We talked about a lot of stuff, including like them going in depth on like how many times Triple H made them offers and uh, them leaving New Japan and Ring of Honor. Lots of great stuff over there. Make sure you check those out. They are all over the place. But leave a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube.com slash Fightful. Subscribe, tap that bell for notifications. It really helps us out. If this is your first time checking us out, we review Raw, we review SmackDown, NXT, AEW, every major pay-per-view, and we have a nice Wednesday afternoon news show. We have some other shows peppered throughout the week, too, doing game streams. I'll plug that later. But you can donate a Super Chat and get your question or statement read on the air, like our buddy Tim Traver. He says, I want to tell you all, I'm staying safe. Have another surgery tomorrow on my left ankle again. I love my Fightful family and bunches. Hey, we're, we're hoping for the best for you, buddy. I know you've had a rough time of late, so uh, we're hoping for a speedy recovery. Uh, I think he's going to recover a little bit quicker than The Fiend, Jeff. Well, j- just stay careful, especially in a hospital situation uh, in these times as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. They burned, they burned a man alive tonight. <laughs> I, it was so ridiculous. Like I couldn't hate it. And I'm so excited to talk about this show. Cause I had a fun time working tonight. I had such a fun time working, you know, USA allegedly <laughs> wants those dark and uh, more adult storylines. And I don't think it's darker than setting somebody on fire. What, what do you mean? It lit the whole arena up. There's nothing dark about that. You can see all around. Anyway, let's go ahead and talk about this show. The kickoff show, big E, Chad Gable, Otis, Daniel Bryan defeated Corbin, Zane, Cesaro, and Nakamura. This was, to me, a live event match, a post-SmackDown Dark match, and I think that's completely fine 
for an opener, especially when you're getting a win for a guy like Biggie. I agree. I enjoyed it. I enjoy the loosey goosey chatter that you can pick up during these matches at the empty arena as well. There's a lot of fun to that. If you listen, especially if you have headphones on and you can hear everybody kind of in the ring and stuff perfectly acceptable match. I think it did a lot to help Big E, especially because after, after that SmackDown bit with the Sammy awards, I was like, are they going to ever take the guy seriously? Or is he just going to be doing more of the same goofy comedy? And hopefully this is the start of a run. And it looks that way, given that they booked the match for SmackDown. Yeah, and that is that is the the prime note to come out of this is that Big E is going to face Sami Zayn at uh, on Friday, the Christmas SmackDown, which they're taping Tuesday. Within the match, a couple cool spots: Big E leapfrog, Gable deadlift suplex. But uh, Big E got the win. I thought it was so funny when they played the leaked audio of Sami Zayn. That was, I thought that was a really good use of social media and him being like really mad at Kayla about it and Big E, Big E being Big E and like, okay, it's fun to joke around. It's fun to play around, but also he's Big E and he's a big bad sirloin beef sons of bitch. So don't play with him that much type of thing. He, he's so, I think he's so perfect at this. So you liked, uh, it's basically the parody of the Tom Cruise audio. You like that? Mm. Yes. Okay, but oh, I, here's, I, the thing. here's the I thing. I had friends who didn't. I had friends who didn't. That's that's the issue. Because I have no idea what Tom Cruise is doing. Like I have no clue about that. I thought it was, and, and I'm down for clowning Tom Cruise no matter what. Okay. Sorry, sorry for your Scientology friends that didn't like. It. <laughs> Dude, I, there's a name of a not to get off too much on a tangent, but there's a name of a very prominent Scientology critic named Jeff Hawkins. Who lives in Los Angeles? Oh, and I've had someone knock on my door before. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Uh, overall, I like this stuff. I like the our truth integration too. This was harmless, and they weaved it in and out of the show, and I thought that was good too. Because if you're building a guy like Biggie who has such an upside, you should weave him in and out of the show and get as many people paying attention to it. Uh, Colt Badeau says, is Retribution going to use a rocket launcher on Raw tomorrow? They already use Molotov cocktails. They're, they're not getting pushed right now. So maybe paper wads or something are, are what Retribution will use. Uh, we have 15 names Deegan here saying, hello, Dr. Donglord. Oh, I'm a doctor now. I have to say this pay-per-view is perfectly fine. Love the Hurt Business versus New Day. Was my match of the night. Since it's brought up, let's go ahead and talk about this match. New tag team champions. I, I got to give a lot of credit to this. This is one I really loved that this was a rare WWE tag team match where the baby faces got an extended period of fast paced offense and dominated the match instead of going like, oh, a little bit cut off, work them over for 10 minutes. These two teams have worked together 474 times in two months and they're still doing fresh stuff. And I respect that. Yeah, I uh, I really like this match a lot. I think it's way too soon, though, to be doing the... Let's put it this way. I think the Hurt Business is possibly the best stable they've had in a long, long time. Oh, I, agree. I, I don't know how long, but if taken seriously, if built seriously, if you tone down the the camp just a little, these could be this could be a horseman-like stable, I think. And I know that they're pushing that as such, but... At the same time, I'm like, it's way too soon to be doing dissension between Cedric and, and Shelton for me. Uh, the match itself was phenomenal. I, 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 I enjoyed this a whole lot. And you can beat the New Day because they'll just add one more tag championship yes. the next time they win. I mean, bulletproof. They're, they're, they're bulletproof. Exactly. And, and that's the benefit of them. Like, they are one of those teams that they can just lose all the time. That's fine. They can win all the time. Well, I, here's the thing. I don't think they can win or, or lose all the time and be fine. You can 50-50 them and it works. That They're a rare exception. And this feud, I actually want to give it a lot of credit because this is a rare 50-50 success story. This is a, a team that they are a feud they've had go back and forth and back and forth. But over the last three weeks, we've seen Cedric Alexander gain confidence and victories. 
and now he's winning, which you could argue, oh, well, it's not a 50-50 success story now because Cedric keeps winning. Cedric has turned on the switch and he's winning and it's one of those things. It's like, do, do you deal with him? Well, yeah, you do because he's a winner. So whatever antics he's got going on that are pissing MVP off, MVP's like, kid's winning, doesn't matter. Let him rock with it. Let him do it. I love that. I love like, like the NBA approach. Like sometimes there are some eccentric characters. Sometimes you just, you got to go hunt down Dennis Rodman with Carmen Electra at a hotel and drag him to practice. You let the man do what he does and then he performs. I like that aspect of it. And I think they, they've really built this pretty well over the last month. I think MVP is an outstanding player coach, too. Oh, he I, is. I, think, I, I love his – and by the way, how's my audio? People were complaining it was quiet. Am I good? Chat a little, little quiet. A little quiet. Well, but... I'll turn it up a little more. How about that? Um, there we go. But I liked that uh, – I, I like that he actually – seems like he's actually coaching and managing during a match. If you listen to his chatter – outside it's it's really really good i i i love this group and and god knows i would love Big E as the focal point of this group if you added him into this as the world champ they say he ha- they have all the gold but imagine look i love lashley i think he's a great talent but i think he's perfectly slotted as united states champion imagine having a world title guy in this stable as well and yep. then being a world beater i i'd love that but i'll take what i can get right now I love that they come out of suits. I love that it's all about money for them. It's old school, and I dig it. Rafael Garcia, great example. Cedric Alexander equals J.R. Smith. Yeah, and uh, I love that comparison. I'm a big NBA guy. Love that comparison. Also, this is Shelton Benjamin's first tag team title win in WWE in 17 years. He's held the IC, the U.S., the 24-7. But 17 years, a lot of people said, oh, didn't he win it with Gable? He did, but they restarted the match. So there's like (laughs) images of them holding up the title belt with the graphic, but they restarted the match and it didn't count. But Shelton Benjamin is a guy, I think he was was my last favorite wrestler, Jeff, before I got into wrestling media and I kind of abandoned that line of thinking. He was my last favorite wrestler. Like when he pinned Triple H, I was like, okay, this is cool. Then he had the match with Shawn Michaels. And now he is the perfect, like, angry, old, surly man. Before all this happened, and Randy Orton had one of the better years of his career. Oh, yeah. You and I you and I had all these ideas yes. for, for Shelton and, and Randy being grizzled, grizzled old veterans. Uh, you know, I loved his run in New Japan. I loved his run in Ring of Honor, even when, when Cornette was kind of running the tag division there. It, it was really good. Yeah. Like, I, I just love the idea of Shelton being like, these kids today in their 450s, and then you see footage of Shelton doing a 450 18 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I would love that. JJ Lee says, I don't know if it's beef between Hurt Business. This is just the young gun getting a little cocky. I think MVP will check him, but let him rock. That's what I like. That's what I like. Let the shooters shoot. If they make the shot, let him go. Yeah, I liked it. It's just, I think it was two weeks ago on Raw, he was kind of giving him the dead eye. So it was like one of those things where it's like, all right, don't do that. Let, let's just have them be a happy family for a while, and then. But yeah, no, I dig. I dig the uh, young guy with the grizzled vets and him. Hey, man, we can beat anybody. Like, right, slow down. You know, the biker gang with the proby. Slow down. Yes. For those of you who are new to the super chat thing, we do uh, answer them as it gets to that segment. So feel free to send them in. We do take them down. Leave us a thumbs up. That stuff really helps. And by the way. We have started a Twitch. You guys have taken so well to Fightful Gaming. Jeremy Lambert and Joel Pearl have been rocking it. We have started a Twitch. We have nothing up there yet, but go follow us. Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. And you can get all of your gaming news, your wrestling and MMA gaming news at FightfulGaming.com. All of our streams will be there as well. But uh, over on the Twitch, we're going to do a little bit of everything. It's a free-for-all over there. Go check it out. We're doing a lot of cool stuff over there. Trent Gaspard says, Dr. Donglord, the fiend's got a fever, and the only <laughs> prescription is more blue chew. Man, his dick is burned up. He doesn't stand his chance right now. He's done. If you thought rigor mortis got you. <laughs> uh, oh, come on. I've actually, you know, it's funny. I've actually got, like, 
a hydration drink sponsor today. So there's there's probably some segues here. I used this product and I was like, oh, I got to hit them up and see if they'll do a sponsorship. And they did. It was a good time. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, WWE Championship match. This actually kicked off the pay-per-view as reported on FightfulSelect.com. Drew McIntyre defeated The Miz and AJ Styles. And some of you might go, whoa, whoa, The Miz. Yes, he cashed in his money in the bank in this match. Jeff, this was something that you had pitched, although it didn't end quite the way that you had pitched. I like the way it ended better. I like that yeah. uh, uh, Omos got involved to save AJ. I thought that was smart. I, I do. I, I, I uh, Yeah, and of course, Miz is a knucklehead, and he goes down there to cash in during this time. I, I Yeah, the way they got around that is fine. It gets Miz out of the title picture. And uh, this match was just absolutely brutal. Like <laughs> the ladder suplex spot that hit the title. I was like, oh, oh man. <laughs> I thought, uh-oh, <laughs> this might end early a bit. But uh, no, I liked that. I liked the uh, the calf crusher in the ladder spot. Yeah. Because if, if you've ever gotten like your elbow or something stuck on a ladder rung and those sharp edges, that's that's painful as hell. And uh the other note I'll, I'll give, it's towards the end of the match, but I really, really love it. They did what I like to call the uh, Dusty Rhodes chair spot, which when he was when he was in uh, the NWA and then later WCW, both for the build for his feud with Jim Cornette and then War Games, I think, 94, when they were going against the Stud Stable and uh, Ming. Mm-hmm. You'd have all these chairs around and stuff, but, but Dusty would always bring in a balsa wood chair and smash it over <laughs> Big Bubba's head or yeah. Ming's head, and it would go right through. And you just thought it was ridiculous and stuff. They found a clever way around it with just the chair that was gimmicked to fall apart when he hit it in the back. I thought that was clever. Yeah, uh, I really, really love this match. And, and that's going to be a recurring theme on this show. I just I thought this show was was awesome. I thought it was a lot of fun. This is more. This match was more akin to... Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon than it was like Edge, Christian, and the Hardys. I saw what you did there, Jeff. But this was... I'm trying to eat you on camera. (laughs) Yeah, your camera's all the way to the side. But um, there was like the belly-to-belly and the drop-toe hold on the ladder. And there were were enough things here that left plenty for Reigns and Owens to do later, which I like. The press overhead to the outside, very, very cool. But then Miz officially cashes in his Money in the Bank contract. And uh, I thought this went a long way in repairing the weird stuff they did with Drew McIntyre a couple months ago. Like, Drew McIntyre took on everything, but it didn't seem forced here. It didn't seem like, oh my gosh, how will Roman Reigns ever overcome the odds? It didn't seem like that. It seemed like a couple of greedy guys came out and tried to make things harder for him. And it worked really, really well. And and it gives AJ a reason to be pissed off at Miz, too, because they had an understanding. When he was first made champion, um, they tried to do the smart-alky thing, and that wasn't working for him. I, this is a more straight-ahead, tough-guy, warrior-type character. I think they finally found what was missing with him. I, I'm Yeah, it... it uh, yeah, it, <laughs> and I don't know if the fighting thing with Sheamus is going gonna, gonna to be a, a world-beater, but, you know, I'd, I'd put it on the back burner... And I'd kind of make it like a B storyline between his title things. And then you can, you know, whenever you need to bring it in, it'll be great. I'm enjoying Sheamus now more than I have in a very, very long time, especially in the ring. Like for a guy that a lot of people on the roster were telling me they didn't expect to have much longer in his career. He's really been lighting it up in the ring. But this match, there were some really fun spots like John Morrison getting run off by almost when a chair just broke over his back and the Miz getting rockabye baby slammed over like such a great spot. Like this is Paul Heyman, 1996 esque accentuate the positive, hide the negatives. This guy is not going to have great matches probably ever, but he can have spots in great matches. You're never going to get a flatter back bump. than that. Yes. This was a lot of fun. I really liked it. And I mentioned them going a long way in repairing what they did to Drew. I thought it was so stupid that they, of all the time that they switched the title from Orton or from Drew to Orton, it was after Orton lost all those matches. If anything, do it at SummerSlam 
And the baby face thing would have been for Drew to say, no, I'm going to earn it back. I don't want an immediate rematch. I want to earn it back. And then he beats a bunch of people and then he beats Randy Orton. Like that was, that's the baby face way to do it. It absolutely killed his momentum. I I, I didn't understand it, but uh, there were reasons. (laughs) There sure were. Uh, There sure were reasons. And people that I talked to were like, meh, bad decision. And it was a bad decision. It was a very, very bad decision. And there were some people that said, oh, well, Drew needed to lose it. Okay, well, then he could have lost it. at all. If you had to have him lose it, when Randy Orton was white hot was the time to do it. Not after every legend in WWE history kicked his ass on, on a segment on top of an ambulance. Like, ridiculous. Uh, but this was very good. When Drew overcame all this, I was like, that's, that's the guy I remembered. That's the one. Really good stuff. As was Sasha Banks defeating Carmella. I've been screaming at anybody who would listen that Carmella is better than they give her credit for, Jeff. I agree. Uh, Yeah, and this was solid. Sasha, though, queen of the scary-looking bump. She's amazing. (laughs) The X factor she took headfirst. Carmella, though, better be buying uh, the sommelier. uh, What's his name? Reginald. (laughs) <laughs> dinner for a while because that you can hear Corey's voice what a great catch it's like yeah saved her life on that one because that uh that was a scary looking catch right there because he almost missed her uh, i i will oh, give yeah. one i will give one constructive criticism here sure and this isn't uh this isn't carmella specific but it also happened during the last may young classic <clears throat> if you're getting new gear for a match test it out test it Always test, test it. it first because it happened to Nicole Matthews and Mia Yim during the last uh, last May Young Classic, and it's like they didn't test this, and you can tell. And yeah, and this this one was she looks great, but everything's sliding down on her, and that's a problem. Yep, always got to try out your new gear. Kevin Langoff says Sasha brings out the best in everyone. A true champ. Carmella killed it. Great pay per view. I can't even say what my favorite match of the night was. Everything was good. I, you know, I, I've been honking this horn saying, Hey, Carmella's actually pretty good guys for quite a while. And a lot of people are like, Oh, name the last good match she had her job for the last, however long it's been, has not been, been to have great matches. It's been to run around with our truth and make jokes. That's what her job has been for the last, however long. And I will constantly point people at Charlotte's first match after she had surgery in 2018, Go back, watch where Carmella would place herself in the match and how much she helped that match. It was uh, this, this was a really good indication that Carmella could go. I compared it to a 2016 SmackDown match. It's a, it's a person who does good character work against a great worker, and then they come together and they have a good pay-per-view match, Jeff. She had some sneaky good matches on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was one against, I think it was Natalia. I think there was a three-way with with Charlotte and somebody else. Yeah, uh, people dismiss her way too quick. Look, she's not she's not top tier, but she's not she's perfectly fine. And this this match was enjoyable. I, I I had no issue with it because Sasha Banks will bump like a rag doll for you and yeah. make you look like a million that, bucks. The face buster, man. Whoo! The face buster and the one on the apron. Yes, was it the backdrop. Very simple, or, or I think it was the hair pull. Yes. Yeah, yes. the hair pull, and uh, very simple spots, but the way that they they maximized it was really, really amazing. Uh, Reginald did great as well. <laughs> Just really, really good stuff. Uh, Carmella ends up tapping out. I, this is this is what we want to see out of Sasha Banks. Like when I see Sasha Banks booked for a pay per view match, I'm like, I get to watch Sasha Banks wrestle tonight. That makes me excited. I'm happy, regardless of who the worker is that she's against. Against Lana, okay, let's see what she can do. Against Nia Jax, let's see what she can pull out of Nia Jax. Uh, I'll be worried for Sasha, but we'll see. She works real well with Bailey as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they Carme- have. 
No, I meant oh. Carmella. <laughs> I thought you meant Sasha, and I was like, yeah, yeah. they've got some okay <laughs> chemistry. <laughs> that would have been great. I should have done that. <laughs> JL says, is Anna going to pop up on this chat? Anna Bauer has retired. I actually I tried to get her to do a skit recently. She is very much retired from this line of work, but I talked to her daily, and she is missed very much on Fightful. That's for sure. Oh, boy. Uh, so Asuka is backstage, and... Billy Kay gives her her resume, and I loved this uh, for Billy Kay because she checks a lot of the boxes. She is a former tag team champion. She she was doing a hell of an elevator pitch, Jeff. Here is where the joke has a second level of depth. If you really think about, it. you remember the movie, uh, the documentary Beyond the Mat. Yes, of course. When when Vince says we make movies. Yes. So Billy Kay is an actress trying to get into the We Make Movies portion of WWE yes. with the headshot and the resume. I love it. She is fantastic, and, and I love the bootleg mask. Yes, they, they got to sell those. They got to sell them. <laughs> we'll make them for a buck and sell them for 20. And they will, and they'll, they'll sarcastically sell a ton of them. That's just the way it works. Well, we have a bunch of super chats about this. This seems like the most popular thing to talk about. And we knew it was, although Nerd Guru, I love you, buddy, but you're going a little extreme here. Lana officially joins the Buried by Charlotte's Booking Club. Other members include Asuka 2018 and Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley was buried by NXT's booking of Rhea Ripley. And then by whoever booked Charlotte to beat her. When you got Triple H having the balls in June... To say, oh, you'll you'll see more play out here. And then last month he or this month he says, Oh, things in the world happened. The pandemic was happening in June, buddy. It was already happening. Uh you you knew what to expect. Asuka ended up being just fine, guys. Uh, as far as burying goes. But then he sends one and says, Charlotte is not the answer for the ratings. Her NXT run for the same reason failed. What is the logic here? Oh, wait, there is none. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna halt first. I don't get what you like back to fix the ratings. She's being brought back to help the show because she's been gone for six months. Charlotte being there is not going to hurt the ratings. No, and it's not Lana's fault that Charlotte came back. It's yeah. WWE's. Re- Look, people should be mad, but they should be mad because they wasted. What, six to eight weeks watching this Lana story where, by the way, they should have put over Bianca Belair heavy at Survivor Series. And instead, they make Lana the lone survivor only to say everything you paid attention to doesn't matter because we're going to bring Charlotte in as the partner for Asuka to do the uneasy tag partners before they probably do a magic WrestleMania. Yeah. It's Meanwhile, not- I, I've been looking and people said, who should take the belt off Asuka? And as I looked at things, I said, well, probably Alexa Bliss. She's got probably the like the, the character work right now. But who knows if that will even exist <laughs> now? There, there, There's so much disarray. Like, it's frustrating. And by the way, guys, Asuka has a championship already. This lazy shit where they're like, oh, women's champion got to be in the title picture. They've done this for a year, almost a year straight. And the thing is, Jeff, they instituted these tag titles because they had such a robust female roster that they needed something else for two to four other women to do at any given time. And yeah. they're like, oh, well, you know what? Asuka has to have a title. Bailey's got to be ta- Bailey two belts and Sasha two belts. And Becky last year at TLC got to have her in the title picture too. Very frustrating. And the women's tag titles are fun when they go from show to show. Like that that run that, that the Golden Role Models had where they went to NXT was just a blast. You it got Raquel really and Dakota in NXT. Yes. Whew. You know, Casey and, and I, I want to say Lacey, but that's not her name anymore. <laughs> Candice and Indy. I mean. Candice well, and Indy. Whenever she's good to go. You know, you My have God. Tony and... Uh, 
Tony and Raquel right now because yeah. you know that that would be a heck of a match too. Yeah, you you have lots of options here. EO and anybody. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Give me that. But um but that but that's not Charlotte's fault. And I understand because look, I like Charlotte as a wrestler. Yeah. Charlotte as a main roster character just says I'm the queen woo. Yep. And that's it. That's the that's that's and that's not her fault either. Um that said, she looks fantastic right now mm-hmm. i don't know what she did to herself and i don't want to speculate because that will sound <laughs> sexist hey good for her but she looks 10 years younger she moves a hell of a lot better i you know i i don't mind her being part of this picture i would love it in a reduced capacity <clears throat> while we continue yeah. to build other people because the main thing that becky and charlotte being away did was it allowed for a reascension of Oscar and it allowed for Sasha and Bailey to get their due finally in this company. And they carried this company, those three for me in this whole COVID era. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think that Bailey and Sasha are probably the 2020 MVPs of WWE. And if, if you know what, if this Roman reigns had been around for about uh, the four or five months he was gone, maybe it'd be him. But they they booked Drew to not be the MVP. They booked Drew to feud with Dolph Ziggler and mm-hmm. beat the Big Show in a title match and all that and ran some stuff into the ground. Bailey and Sasha, I thought, were the MVPs, and that's without Charlotte and Becky. So I'm okay with seeing her back. Uh, Zach Barber says Charlotte returns and immediately becomes champion by pinning Shayna because Charlotte must have a belt and Nia must be protected. Ah, so the Nia thing, uh-huh. I ain't, I ain't keen on one. No. Having her feed for a baby face hot tag, that's a decision. That's a decision to be made. And whatever agent decided that, shame, 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 shame. She has not been motivated for that stuff. Shane has been pulling all the weight. And I think that she's the one you got to protect. And even beyond that, they aren't protecting anybody. Lana pinned this girl clean as a sheet. Lana pinned Naya. No strings attached. They lost seven matches from the beginning of November to this, to build this. Their way to build this was champions lose a lot. That ain't, that don't get it for me. Not when you're doing it with Sammy and you're doing it with everybody else too. I was here for Shayna Becky. I was here for Shayna Asuka. If they had gone through with either of those feuds, like with any kind of tough, because Shayna, the number one is legit tough. Her offense looks brutal. She can play the bully heel a whole lot better than Nia Jax. I, 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 it's easy to bury Nia Jax, so I'll cut it off there. I just, I between the two of them, Shayna also has a shorter shelf life. I think. Yeah. Uh, just due to age, not not and, due to anything else. And- She's like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, she hasn't been wrestling that long. No, because she was off being one of the greatest female MMA fighters in the world for 15 years. And and the other thing is this main roster, Shayna, is a dope. I hate to say that, but it's like Sad. she does not. It, it's it's I put an alien on planet Earth and told him to survive. It's I'm a mixed martial artist, but I have no idea what all these ropes and all these yeah. holds and these five counts mean. I have no idea what this is. So she always gets beat in some dumb way where it's just. And also, we need to retire the uh, the the Carafuna clutch into the uh, the pin over to pin down. Oh. It's, it's just every match now. Uh, it's so frustrating to see that dizzy c says did you hear anything about the report that lana's out due to an injury uh, i know pw insider reported on it so I wonder if you guys know they reported it on tonight on the show too they said she was out with a radial fracture for three to four weeks i don't know if that's legit or if there's any anything to that i would be very shocked if that were legit i'd be very surprised if it wasn't just WWE throwing away months of booking but uh this match was this match was fine but it was there to serve that purpose and uh, now the important thing, Jeff, Charlotte is eligible for every brand. <laughs> and when Charlotte's not on the brand, people must be going, where's Charlotte? This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, look, I, I'll take Charlotte on every brand over what I think they might do to combat this ratings drop. And that's putting McMahon's back in charge on screen. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Oh, and all, and also we get the Nia Shayna feud we've all been waiting for. God, man. Like I, it has seemed so uninspired. Just all of, of Nia's work of late. Uh, Valab, Mommy D. Pudi says Charlotte is a draw. Yeah, I think I think she is a draw. I mean, as well as anybody else. That's the thing when people say, oh, well, she won't fix the ratings. No, you got to make a good show. But her being on that show is not going to hurt the ratings. Charlotte's issue is that she's booked overpowering for other competent people, so she never has a great feud. It's always yeah. Charlotte gets in there and beats somebody and usually dominates, and then there's nothing to do with that other person. And this person says Charlotte is not a draw. She is, she is on the top half of draws in that company. If you laid that roster out there and you said, "Oh well, drawing power," she's in the top half, and it's not even—I don't can't even believe it's—it'd be a discussion. She's either first or second for the women. Yeah, I mean, not even, not even close. Isaac Merriweather says, "Was Loki hoping we get a super surprise by Naomi being Oscar's partner?" Charlotte's always great, though. Naomi's Naomi had. Uh, I think surgery, I believe. Okay. I just, I, I thought it was, let, don't, don't put your faith in them ever treating Naomi like they should probably <laughs> just don't. Uh, 15 or 16 names. Deegan says genuine question. So the women's match was built around Charlotte's return and her victory. What the point was, what was the point of Lana for the last three months? I'm, I'm going to try to find more out about this to see if it's how an far- injury. If it's an injury, it's 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 legit. But if it's not, yes. If this is something that they knew about a long time ago, then that's very very frustrating. If they knew that Lana was going to be just thrown to the side, well, that's inexcusable. And I, I got somebody I can probably ask right now, and I will. Uh, so I'll work on that. But oh man, that that would be really weird because they've been building this for months and months and months and was one of the things that was finally, like I was excited to see Lana win the tag titles, <laughs> to be honest with yeah, you. Like if you're a regular television watcher and you invested that much in a character and then they just decide, oh yeah, he just went on a trip and he never came back to the show. You'd be like, well, why did I watch that story for all this time? That's That's the problem here. Yeah. Oh, man. Gosh, we're already we're already at the the universal title match. My God, this was this was a fun show to talk about, and we've we've got two left. Roman Reigns defeated Kevin Owens. My God, I interviewed him this week. By the way, go check it out. Great interview. I I second. I loved it. it. Go go watch it. I, I loved his talk about uh, retiring the move uh, yeah. that he did in in ROH. That was great. Yeah, I was I was really desperate to talk to him about things that I knew nobody else would talk to him about. And he even kind of pinged me like, let's talk about the new Mountie. <laughs> he wanted to clear the air on that. And I want to, I want to thank Kevin Owens for going to bat with me for me for W with WWE. He told them specifically, he wanted me to interview that interview him. And that's not something that a lot of wrestlers are willing to do is say, Hey, you know, this guy that reports a bunch of backstage news, I want him to interview me. So I got a lot of respect for him. Uh, if if you guys have heard me mention on a show that I've been trying to nail down an interview for a while, that's who I was trying to nail an interview down with. And I would always hear from WWE and they'd be like, well, when he has a, a pay-per-view match or a singles match. And it just, it wasn't happening <laughs> throughout the year. So um, I was so happy to make that work. He pulled over on the side of the road just so we could do video for the interview, which uh, like little things like that, I'll I'll never forget. There there are certain things like 
after all in Britt Baker, we didn't make an interview happen. So two months later, before she knew she was going to have to go through a PR department a couple weeks later, hit me up and said, hey, you know what? Let's do that interview. We were supposed to do this interview. We should do this. Like little things like that you don't forget. Uh, I can speak to uh, Kevin Owens, uh, good guy Kevin Owens type of stuff here. So that made me very happy, and I I wanted to thank him publicly for that. But this was really good stuff per usual. My God. Also, we got a super chat from the last one. Justin Lopez says, the goat has returned. This is about Charlotte, I assume. Uh, I thought it was about you. About, well, I'm this way. (laughs) Well, I, I, yeah, okay. So, (laughs) (laughs) oh, man. This uh, this match was very violent. My only qualm was I don't think they needed 16 camera cuts during Owens and Jey Uso brawling. But they love their camera cuts. They do. Yeah. Uh, but like Owens pilmanizing Uso with a chair. The thing I liked about this was the story was that that Owens wouldn't die. But in a lot of ways, Uso wouldn't die either. Because as much as as Owens wanted to beat up Roman Reigns, like Uso is probably just that much scared, uh, scared of Roman Reigns, like the super kick chair shot. Oh, I love that. I thought that was really, really good stuff. Um, the fisherman suplex on the chair was good. The spear through the table, Roman Reigns just looking down. Like, I can't believe this dope is still trying to fight me. This, how'd you feel about this, Jeff? I really liked it. Um, the, the cool hand Luke story is a great one to tell with Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens should be, should be one of the greatest world yes. champions ever, in my opinion, for all he puts his body through. And if I were running a federation, he would have been the face of my company a long time ago because he's an everyman, he's sneaky, tough, and he plays this role very well, whether heel or baby face. My issue was the build was ridiculous in many ways. The, the, there, there's there's a difference between being scrappy and wanting a fight, and 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 persevering, and trying to fight a moving bus, which sure. it was on the go home SmackDown, where it's like you know he has two on one. Why are you going down there to fight without a friend watching your back or anything? That was my only issue with this. What I loved about the match were some of the little things that made it feel like a real fight, like Kevin Owens on the ground swinging a chair at Roman as he's, as he's trying to decide what to do or whatever. And he's, you know, he's on the ground, always fighting, always scrapping. I liked him taking advantage of the bell. I, uh, let me see what to, uh, didn't have, Oh, the, 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 uh, the ending's a little ridiculous though, especially the, uh, Michael Cole putting it over with the, uh, sense of, uh, indignancy about the low blow. Everybody yeah, I, knows it's a low, it's a no DQ match. Yeah. I think Kevin Owens should have hit him in the balls from the get go. To be sure. honest with you. And that would have been an interesting story as well. I, but uh, Kevin Owens is the toughest man in wrestling and has been since I was watching him in Reseda. I, I love the man. Uh, I, I knew there was no chance of him getting this title. Yeah. Which makes me sad. And but he's a star, but he should be a star twenty times over. But I like this match, and I thought Roman was great here. I, I could do a little bit less of the monologuing mid match, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and a little bit there. You, you can tell that they do some of these, and here's the moment where the camera will pan up, and you're yeah. looking at it. You know, you can tell Vince is in his Ed Wood phase, just kind of doing certain oh, things. And, and to- you got Paul Heyman working on this too, and he's got a lot of yeah. input, so you know yeah. that. He's he's going full on, like making you get in that moment before you even have the moment type of thing. That promo on Talking Smack should have been on the Go yeah. Home show, and then it's a money feud. But this match was absolutely sublime. And yeah, I I, I didn't even talk about Jay Uso. Jay, Jay Uso's crazy, and he's I great. love him for it. And, and I love that. Uh, I love that Kevin kept trying to destroy his ankle so he couldn't get back in. I like that little touch. That was really, really good. Uh, Justin Lopez says, we all knew KO had no shot of winning, but there were times in that match I thought, maybe, just maybe. There were a couple when he touched the title. I was like, oh, my God. It, it might even be an accident and it might fall off type of thing. But that's the beauty of this Roman Reigns storyline. I keep saying this about stuff in AEW. 
there's a ton of their matches that are foregone conclusions, but predictable isn't bad if it's good. If it's got a good story and it makes me want to watch it, that's fine. Uh, I, I'm all for it. And Kevin Owens and really Jey Uso, when he faced Roman Reigns, they come out of the match looking better or at least more interesting than they did before. There's an interesting thing about this Roman character that I don't know if it's good or bad yet, so I'm going to bounce it off of you. Uh-huh. He's, he's a, number one, he's a competent villain, which yeah. is exciting. I, I like competency in my bad guys. I love it. But, but, but he'll say something, and he'll mean it, and it'll be great, and then he'll take that beat and think about it, and then he'll go into like some conspiracy <laughs> where it's like, well, if he doesn't respect you, he doesn't respect me or my family yes. or my grandchildren or my grandchildren's children. Right? I'm just like, well, that's an interesting turn. <laughs> Why would you think that? But uh, overall, look, competent bad guys are few and far between in WWE, so I'm here for that. Yeah, I, I just want competent anybody. Yeah. Anybody being confident, not falling for the distraction or something like that. Oh, um, the music's playing. I'm going to keep beating on that guy. Exactly. Cool. Do that. <laughs> Carlos Deasy says, any chance KO rides this breakout to a Rumble win? I'd be shocked. Um, I don't know who's going to win the Rumble yet. I don't know if they know who's going to win the Rumble yet. I know that. Well, uh, let me let me cut you off. Let's make predictions. Just out of the blue okay. predictions. Men's and women's Rumble. Go. <sighs> God, it shouldn't be Charlotte, but I'll, I'll say Bianca Belair and Biggie. Okay, I'm going Sheamus and Bailey. You know what? I could see that too. I could see that too. Uh, you know what else I'll see? I'll see probably like a, I don't know nine, ten thousand word feature. Drop it on Fightful a week or two before the Rumble, Jeff. I have quotes from from Owens. I got quotes from Bret Hart, Triple H, Shotzi Blackheart. How about this? I got quotes about this Rumble feature from Duke. The fucking dumpster drossy. <laughs> Who's doing it better than me? Who is doing it better than me? Duke Drosy. I got him. I'm going to do a video with it. It's going to be a monster feature. I have talked overall to probably 15 different people about this Royal Rumble feature. I'm really excited to share it with you guys. I'll be working really hard on it over the next few weeks. Uh, Lorenzo Mura sent a super chat. If you got a question to ask, ask with that, uh, hit me with it, buddy, and I'll I'll answer it. Uh, J.K. Schwal says, AK or AJ and KO earning those Christmas bonuses with those bumps. Whew. AJ's over 40. I mean, he's yeah. only a few years younger than I am, and I'm he's just like, like, oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, Brody Heilsek says, Kevin Owens died, and it wasn't even the biggest death on the show. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh, oh, and, uh, oh the, we've been avoiding it. <laughs> the dinner at Johnny says with six weeks till the rumble, Bailey and Bianca could turn into a best of seven series. Winner chooses her placement in the Royal rumble match. Here's my thing. I'm, I'm not necessarily for an extended series that leads to an opportunity for an opportunity type of thing. Like I saw a lot of people say, Oh, winners of the survivor series, that brand gets number 30. And I'm like, no, that's an opportunity for an opportunity at another opportunity. Uh, but I'm I'm all for Bailey and Bianca doing a best of seven series. My issue with the Bianca Bailey thing was that they had Bailey lose ten straight matches leading into this, and that they've known that they were going to do this and have her win for a month. Agreed. So, I mean, she's the only one who got really pinned clean in that Survivor Series match in terms of, uh, yeah. you know, and, and it was Peyton Royce, and they did nothing with that. That should have been a much nothing. bigger deal than it was. I, I don't want the best of seven series unless it's earned. That's the thing. I, I like matches for their own sake, but like that, the ending of that match on Friday drove me nuts. I hate yeah. that quote unquote protected finish that they do because look, you're still beating her. Yes. Now if she comes back and says, okay, I got to beat these three other people before I get another shot at Bailey. And during that time, Bailey's just cutting promos on her the entire time. And, you know, coming out and trying to depress her while she's yeah. wrestling somebody like Carmella or something. And then, then you can get to the best of seven. Then, but, then you're, then yeah. you're good. But you know what they'll do? They'll have the baby face come out oh, and yeah. complain about losing due, due to cheating. Complaining for any reason is a heel move. Like, it's the baby face would just say, you know what? Let's run it back and I'll beat you. But then you fall into the 50 50 trap of WWE, and that's just what they do. Mm -hmm. uh, 16 names Deegan says it's TLC. Nia's been putting Lana through tables. Was Vince in an eye for an eye match because he's blind to the writing on the wall? 
It was the perfect revenge match. It was. And they blew it. They blew it. 17 names Deegan. They screwed it up. Like, it was so easy to do that. And they just, nah, womp. You know, it's tables, ladders, and chairs. And the one match that needs a table stipulation. Ah, hell with that. Yep. 18 names Deegan says, did AJ shoot injure his back? He seemed hurt. I have not heard that yet. I heard that Reigns was fine coming through the curtain. That was on FightfulSelect.com. I'll ask about AJ, but I mean, he's he's also been wrestling for 23 years. He's probably got some pretty consistent back issues. I, I seem to remember him having a back issue, but uh, he didn't get burned alive. How do you think the Fiend's feeling right now? I think he's feeling a little parched. I... <laughs> I think I, I think he's feeling segment. a little bit parched. I think he's feeling a little bit dried out. And the problem is, by the time that happened, Jeff, he he was already dehydrated, and that's why he should have checked out Hydrant. With the new year, it's time to make a fresh start, and now is the perfect time to build your hydration into your new healthy routines that you might be developing. The days are shorter, it's colder, your energy's lower. We all know that we should probably drink more water. I drink this bad boy every day, but sometimes it's by the time that you feel thirsty, it's too late. You're already dehydrated. You can't focus. You feel tired. Your energy's not where it, where it should be. And you keep feeling at your best when you maximize your hydration. It's good for your clear skin, more energy, mental clarity, but water alone doesn't hydrate you quickly as drinks with an optimized blend of electrolytes. Hydrant is a refreshing drink mix powder made with four key electrolytes, sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc. I drink this stuff myself, hit them up, and said, hey, I would love to tell the people about your product. I really, really dig this. It's made with real fruit juice powder and no artificial sweeteners or synthetic colors. No nonsense, just proven science, my friends. For an extra boost, try out Hydrant Immunity it has vitamins A, B6, B12, C, and D, along with ginger and turmeric. Water meets wellness in a vitamin-packed drink mix that you can drink hot in these chillier months. And it's got a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Maybe you're hearing this and you're like, huh, you know what? Maybe you're like, yeah, well, I, I don't, I don't want to try it. I don't, I don't like it. I don't want, I don't, I don't want to, you know, do. I don't want to do what Sean says. They got a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't love it, you get a full refund. No risk at all. Use that code FIGHTFUL at drinkhydrant.com slash FIGHTFUL and you'll save 25% off your first order. That's D-R-I-N-K-H-Y-D-R-A-N-T.com slash FIGHTFUL. Use that promo code FIGHTFUL and get 25% off. I am so excited to be working with them. Nothing makes me happier than when I try something new and then I hit them up and they're like, heck yeah, we want to work with you. And that's what happened here. Hydrant.com. What? Sorry. I got to go after the chat here a bit because they're saying I'm no yeah, ad, ad read. Now, now, now let me, let me explain what happened here. You know what can't be hydrated, Sean Ross app? Electrical equipment. And you know what I did? I spilled my drink. And so I had to grab a paper towel because it was starting because I didn't want to die on air. Although that would be it's only the second death tonight. I have paper towels to prove it. <laughs> Hear your crap from Jeff this chat. Got so right excited now. to get hydrated because of our friends at Hydrant. He was he was just like, oh God, give it to me. Yeah. That's Jeff, drinkhydrant.com slash fightful. Check it out, my friends. Oh, boy, get your Super Chats in, guys. Evan Wright says, Jeff Hawkins appreciation Super Chat. He rules. Nice. Validation, I'll take it. Let's get these Super Chats in, guys. <laughs> By the way, wanted to remind you guys, Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, we have the Fightful Christmas special, the holiday special. We're doing it as a little thank you to our staff. All the Super Chats that come out of that night, We'll go straight to our staff. It'll be divided up among them. And Jimmy Van's going to match it. So the stream is already up. If you guys want, head over there. Donate a super chat. Get those Christmas bonuses up. I mean, they're getting a little something else. But you know what? We're just trying to give them a little bit extra. A little bit extra. Well, we have some super chats about this match. Injection 2K says, do you know if Bray Wyatt is legit injured and is taking time off? 
No, I do not know if he's legit injured. I know that he is illegitimately set on fire. That was ridiculous. It was stupid, but I laughed hysterically and enjoyed it because it was entertaining. This match, it was, I mean, we can talk about the action in like two seconds. There were some moves. It was theatrics. I had fun watching this, though, as stupid as it may be. I just wanted the cameras in front of the flames. That's all. <laughs> Every time they did a move and the fire comes up in front of the camera, yeah. I'm just like, ah, don't. I, I, I get it, okay? <laughs> the ring is on fire. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's an optical illusion. Uh, I like my Fiend medium rare, by the way. I think it's a little well done. Um, yeah, I thought for sure, though, when, when Randy came out with uh, basically street clothes. He was wearing slacks with with a belt and a hoodie, black hoodie. I hey, he, sure. he's wearing pants. They'll do anything to pop a rating outside the box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hey, forgot uh, about that. I forgot about Randy Orton's aversion to pants, and he was finally brave enough <laughs> to get long pants on. We should we should be praising Randy Orton for overcoming his fears, not yes. just of the fiend, but of pants. Have you noticed? In the last year, especially how many, hey, up here, promos there have been (laughs) all the time. And like, I'll I'll send them to Anna and she's like, so checked out of wrestling. But she's like, my God, did they do like, are they doing this sarcastically now? I'm like, no, it's, it's a legit thing. Like it's, it's their, it's their distraction method now. Oh man. Oh man. But to my point. Let me let me get that in real quick. I thought for certain we were going to get a camera cut and a stunt man, and that's why he was wearing that. Well, I think that maybe he did get maybe we did get a stunt man. I'm going to try to find out more about this obviously, but because it just happened. I was just told that they were setting up stuff for this all day. That's what I was told. And that led me to believe like, oh, maybe it's cinematic, but it was it was a it was a mixture. It was them taking advantage of of the situation they're in which we've seen them do pretty well at times without it being cinematic. Uh, Evan Wright says, what's more over Orton pants or Okada pants? I got to say that Orton pants is the more long-term build. Okada was a short-term storyline because he had trash pants. They went through a terrible story of his pants to get to the good ones. So, I mean, and go there ahead. Was real heat. There was real heat in the, in the Randy Orton pants feud. Yeah. Orton's pants are the baby face. People popped. Mm-hmm. Okada's were the heel. Nobody wanted to see him in those pants. So, yeah, definitely that. I loved the finish of this match, of the match, I should say. I love the finish of the match. To me, if you're going to beat The Fiend, one, not pinning him, that's cool. Two, setting him on fire and him going, ah, fuck it, and running right into an RKO, I'm like, okay, sure. That last gasp of the kamikaze coming in and trying <laughs> trying to win the match, I, I dug that. I did not dig the Randy Orton <laughs> obviously played for drama moments of regret. Yeah. The man who the man who punted his brother in law and <laughs> his, his brother, the man who was putting people out, the man who bragged about putting people out of wrestling six months ago. With Edge yes. and others is now, oh my God, I can't believe I may have killed him. No. Also, no. man's got some psychological <laughs> issues. The character. He has set a house on fire. He has set a casket on fire. He has set Bray on fire twice now. And not just that, he's acting like me and my fire pit when I can't get it going with the strike anywhere match after one try. And he just pours gas all over it. It was the, it was the it was the voice in his head that said maybe it's time to try for an Emmy, and so he just start acting. It's ridiculous. Uh, Jonathan Hedman says so. Making the fiend into a s'more is the way to boost ratings. I literally don't care anymore. I mean, no, come that, on. I want him to be a wrestling s'more. It was what grab crackers, chocolate, and marshmallow, and he comes out in a big suit. And he tries to. I, I do think we're getting a re. I think we're getting a rebirth and a different character. I do, or some they, different version. They of screwed up the fiend. 
They did it. Yes. This guy's yes. entrance, I was there for the first one. One of the hottest things I've ever seen in wrestling. And you know what? I saw Cody versus Dustin live. I saw Bucks against Paige and Omega live. I saw Edge hit his first spear in 10 years live. I saw that. I saw John Cena's 16th title title. I saw Orton eliminate Roman Reigns when everybody knew he was going to win live. But the Fiend's entrance, people were like, whoa. We were stuck. Like, there wasn't – it was just amazing. It, but they, they screwed it up from the jump. They just they, – they looked at their book and they said, how can we fuck up every single thing we got now? Kofi, you know what? Let's let Kofi die for Cain Velazquez's sins. Let's do that while we're here. Let's, uh, I don't know, smash the fiend with a mallet like he's like we're playing Donkey Kong or something. So weird. So weird. I have a feeling I know what the next step is, and I'm going to put this by you. And it just came on me now because it's one of those things where uh, it's, it's it seems obvious to me that Bray is a bit of a Batman fan. Are we going from the joke? Are we going from the Joker to Two Face? Why do you want next? to kill me, right? Why do you want to kill I'm gonna, me, Randy? I'm going to flip a coin to see if I'm going to be a baby face or a <laughs> yeah. heel today. Oh, I thought you were saying he was going to be Batman. Why? Why do you oh, want to kill too- me, Randy? <laughs> <laughs> we don't wear hockey pants. Uh, <laughs> oh no, my but it, god! It, it, it feels like they're going to do something where, like, the mask burned on him permanently, and so now he's permanently the fiend until. I don't know. Alexa frees him from the spell, or it's going to be a completely, or it's going to be a completely different character, or uh, from his psyche of some sort, or or he comes out half fiend, half bray. I think you talk just... to more writers than I do, so you get you understand what <laughs> the demented shit they have to pitch to possibly get through. <laughs> How about he shoots? Fire now, Vince. That would be a great idea. Yeah, you know, he's a flamethrower or whatever. I, I like the re- – you know what he would do? He'd love the wrestling s'more, though. He, it would make him laugh. He'd, it's like, dude, <laughs> that's funny. Vince has never had a s'more in his life. Vince has never been camping, ever. What the, what the hell's that? <laughs> and what, the, what video of that meeting? That's but he has for sure eaten s'mores-flavored protein bars and not yes. even realized it. Matthew McFadden says, before the match, Bray tweeted a picture of a caterpillar, and now he posts a cocoon. We're getting the Fiend 2.0. The return is going to be unreal. Yeah, that's what, what Jeff is kind of pitching here. So, yeah, I think so. To the person saying, is he having time off? I hope not. The guy barely wrestles, so he's got a good gig anyway. I just love that he can now connect with Kane on some level. I have somebody saying, uh, am I safe to assume there's no SmackDown sh- uh, post-show Friday? No, we're doing one. I'll be here. I'm, uh, yeah, We'll be doing the Christmas night SmackDown post-show. I told the staff that they can take off work that night. I'll work. But uh, Jeremy has said he's going to be here as well. So, okay. so Jeremy hot dog. Can't make it. If Jeremy can't make it, I'll be home because L.A. is locked down, so I ain't oh, going anywhere man. for Christmas. Ray Callahan says, hey, up here has replaced all you people. It has. It has. They tried to go back to the all you people promos briefly with Carmella, and they're like, ah, it's not going to work. And Bailey and other people, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Fernando Cruz says, SRS, have you seen the recent interview video with Charlie Haas? Uh, he looks unrecognizable, and I hope he's okay. Yes, I did. He's going through a lot, as we've seen. I hope that he has dropped weight because he is not in WWE, and he is doing amateur wrestling, and I hope that's why. I hope that's why. He says that's why. But also, I'm pretty sure that when he was talked to, it was either right after a match or right after a training session. So I, I, I'm also trying to find out more on that. But that is sad to hear that anybody's going through a divorce. Rafael Garcia had said at some point the cuffs have to show up and arrest Orton on TV. Just show up with cuffs. I mean, is it legal? Is he okay? Brick killed a man with a trident. That's how it feels. That is how it feels. Ray Callahan says, notice Fiend only had yellow contact on the left eye. I'm sure Bray did that for a reason. Yes, I'm sure Bray did that for a reason, but WWE has no clue of the reason yet. He got into Ilya Dragunov's stash. Ah, Jonathan Hetman says, (laughs) and here I was only worried that Orton was going to burn down the funhouse. Little did I expect he would burn down the Fiend. (sighs) 
Man. Orton's going after the funhouse next. He has to burn that down. I, I want dead puppets on Monday, Sean Rossap. The Nerd Guru says, I apologize for irrational statements earlier. It was a good show, and Fightful always puts thing, things I think are bad in perspective, so thank you guys. Eh, there's some people that don't like Charlotte. It's okay. It's wrestling. Ultimately, it's wrestling. It's not that serious. So uh, we appreciate you. Thank you very much for the super chat and your perspective. And Colt Badeau says, what's next for Alexa? Is she still with The Fiend? I I think your idea. I think he's she's got to help him the way that he's helped her, quote unquote. Yeah, I think so. I think Nikki, or not Nikki, because uh, I was thinking about well, what, how, how do we work Nikki back into this? I don't think she needs to be. But I think Alexa has been a little underappreciated as having acting chops. Yeah. Because, look, the material may suck, but she's been great doing it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, and I keep saying it looks like she's having a lot of fun. It looks like she's having a fun, a lot of fun yes. not going out there and cutting the I'm so sorry, psych, promo that they have yeah. her do all the time. Yeah. All she the looks, time. Yeah, I, I think you nailed it. And, and that's the thing is when you can see the performers actually having fun, and I, I go back again to the period of the golden role models where just those two were just having the time of their life doing that. It really, it really brings up what's lacking in the product. Guys, please leave a thumbs up. Please check out all of her stuff. Like I said, interviews with, with people from every company, Kevin Owens from WWE young bucks from AEW. I got LSG and PCO from ring of honor and Lee Moriarty. Who's working everywhere. And if you guys have not seen him work, you should go out of your way to watch uh, the Limitless Vacation Land Cup from this weekend. I was told ahead of time that it was going to be really good. It is really good, especially his match uh, with Garcia. Jeff, tell the people what you got going on. Okay, I need people in the chat room's help. Uh, I, I do a show called Shake Them Ropes. This this next show that we're going to tape on Saturday It's going to be our year-end awards but I don't want to do normal awards. I want to do silly awards, off the beaten path awards. So if you have ideas for categories, follow me at crapgame13 on Twitter. My DMs are open. I will take your suggestions. Uh, yes, it is my podcast on the Voices of Wrestling Network. You can just follow the show at Shake Them Ropes. We do a little bit of a lighthearted review of the week in wrestling, including news, and we focus heavily on NXT and NXT UK, although we do get into the main roster uh, occasionally and, and also uh, dabble in quite a bit of AEW from time to time because, of course, my favorite wrestler is Tully Blanchard, and he's on there. <laughs> Guys, uh, again, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Go over there, follow us, please. FightfulSelect.com. We're working hard to integrate that into the website. I've got a bunch of features we're working on. Uh, we're going to do figure hauls there. I'm going to tell stories about events I've covered live along with some people that were there. Uh, you might get a cool story about a writer almost beating up Jimmy Havoc. That would be pretty fun to tell <laughs> on that show. Uh, just a ton of stuff. FightfulSelect.com. It's the most direct way to support us. Thank you all so much. Until next time, we're out. Happy holidays. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.